It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. On this episode of the Team Podcast, myself, Smythe, and co-host Mark and Casey J. Ford, we break down the holdout culture that's happening in the NFL and the NHL, and then we get down and dirty with Colin Kaepernick and Jay-Z and the Rock Nation deal that he signed with the NFL. Tune in here, and we hope to see you guys soon. We love sports just like you. Welcome to the team podcast. We are in the end of the summer, so it's our post summer run. We're getting ramped up for us to get going again. And I got with me here my main man Mark. What's up? How you doing? And Casey J Ford. Don't forget the J. How you guys doing? I guess so. Okay, living the dream. Right? How was the summer treating you guys? You guys, we took a whole month off. Summer's been nice. Oh, um, month really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, been, it? it's been a minute. Yeah, it's hot up here. We had to, we had to get out of there. It was, no, it was, it was hot up here, but uh, yeah, summer's, it's been a good summer. It's good. Um, any special stories? What else happened? Like, what went down? Like, it was a long time. Well, I went to New York. There you go. Um, I'm not going to go into all the details. I, I would like at least one detail. With the first time you came back from New York, I was like, you ever heard any stories of all of New York the entire time you've been alive? But tell me the first thing you said when I asked you about New York. I said that... I underestimated how big that city is. Um, I haven't been to New York since I was a kid. So as a kid, I don't think you could really appreciate it. No. Um, going back as an adult, um, I always used to compare the two cities, uh, Toronto and New York. I was wrong. No more of that. Like Toronto clearly mimics New York, the way the, the architecture is styled. It's... The way the streets, you look down a street and it's like, well, it looks a lot like a place in Toronto right yeah. now, right? But my God, New York is big, right? Like, I mean, I'm just talking about Manhattan. Yeah. Like, if you, I'm not even counting the other boroughs, right? But that's crazy. That's it. Like, you have boroughs. Like, we don't have, we we have quote-unquote boroughs here. <laughs> they don't, we don't have no boroughs yeah. here. No, we, They're I, like I neighborhoods, but it's yeah. like, yeah. you have like, a, New York is huge. Remember, like, remember, you forget the state of New York. <laughs> even like, there's a state of New York, like, you're going to Buffalo. That's New York. Yeah, but I mean the city, the Manhattan, like the whole island is skyscrapers. Oh yeah. Right. Like I mean, and I thought Times Square was like you know like a little strip. It's massive. There's billboards everywhere. It's a city. And we went to Broadway, and I didn't realize there's like. 30 shows going on at the same time in that, can, you, in that city. If you can look at Casey's face right now, it's a look of absolute amazement. It, like, no one told him that New York is the mecca of everything. Everyone has. But until you actually see it for yourself <laughs> to appreciate it, it, it's, it, it, 
It is hard to believe. Ladies and gentlemen, Casey didn't believe that New York is what New York Well, is. I went to Chicago. I've been to yeah. Chicago. I've been to yeah. a bunch of other American cities. Chicago, I think it's roughly the same size as Toronto. But it didn't put me in awe. Yeah. Like New York did. New York put me in awe. When I, when I went there and I was walking down Times Square the first night and we're looking around, it's like, it, it's endless. We didn't even get to, to, to Wall Street area where one memorial tell. We didn't, we, we didn't even reach that far because <laughs> we, we ran out of time. Right? We actually had to say, okay, we're, we're going to have to make a second trip because there's just so much to do here. We went to Empire State Building. We went to saw a play on Broadway. We did a whole bunch of touristy things. We went to their um, museum, the Met. We only did one floor. <laughs> How many floors is the place? I, I think it was. Okay, let me rephrase that. We did two sections in one floor. So that took did... us four hours. Okay. It's massive. It makes the ROM look like a daycare. Like a, bo- <laughs> like, like a bodega or something. Yeah. It, it's, and no disrespect to Toronto. I love this city. Do you though? I do. I I'm really do love this city. But I mean, I was wrong to compare the two. New York's a beautiful city. I, they do have rats though. Oh yeah, and I mean I don't see that in Toronto. I mean no, there we, are rats everywhere. No, there. we have mice. They have rats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but their subway system, we took it everywhere. Didn't use an Uber. We got a Metro card, and it took us everywhere we needed to go. Highly recommend it. So pretty much what KCJ Ford is saying: Toronto, do better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I definitely am not saying it that way. Get it together. <laughs> Casey, you've explained you've done more in a place you you visited than you in your own own city that you live in. Wow! Oh, damn, that's true. Yeah, when you think of it like that, what does this more to do? Yeah, that's. Just... Well, I, I hey, I've never been to New York. Sadly oh. enough, I'm almost forty, and I've never been to the. I've never actually been to New York City. Like I've been in the state of New York, but never New York City, which nah, is weird. Honestly, go. man, it's it's. Yeah, you got go. I Before I went, I wouldn't have said you gotta go. I would say, yeah, just go to Toronto. Just imagine a few times bigger. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Casey J. Ford, your uh, rating on your trip, out of 10, what are you giving it? You know what? I give it a 10. Wow. I, you know, this, even, even that's though, like giving five mics to like an average album. Do you, do, do you, no, I give it 10 for a few reasons. Obviously, there's a bunch of stuff to do there. The food is excellent there. And I went to, like, my sister lives in New York. So, we were able to go to like some restaurants that aren't on the touristy map. Oh, she right? lives there? Yeah, she lives there. Jeez. Right? So, yeah, she lives a better life than I do. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, the subway, once again, is just amazing. Like, how the fact that you could get anywhere in the city on that subway. Um, the food, the touristy stuff you could do. Um, I can't even imagine what the nightlife is like. I'm, I wish I went there when I was a, in my 20s, to be you honest know, with you. You can do nightlife now. You're not that old. But, okay. It was but a great experience. It, Everyone should it was a great experience. I highly recommend. Would you consider it for a boys' trip? Huh. I, that, that was, you don't have to answer that question. That's I, just I would aside. say no. Okay. Um, only because, for me, a boys' trip is, you know, when you're with the boys, you go to party, yes, but... We're at that point in our lives too. We kind of go to relax at the same time. No, New York is not. New York is a working vacation. You are waking up. You are walking a lot. You are not relaxed when you get back home. You are not like oh, I feel like I haven't done anything in a week. That's not New York. Yeah, right? that's like that's like you. That's like the boys trip going like to Phoenix. 
me go walk in the Grand Canyon. I'm not supposed to walk out in 40, 40 degree weather. And that's not my idea of a vacation. And like, I didn't want to sweat walking well, down rocks. That's what I mean. There are two types of vacation. There's the vacation where you're relaxing on the beach or, you know, you're doing chill, stuff like that. And then there's the, okay, we got to go to see this this tourist spot. We got to go to that spot. Right? So that's why I would say no for a boy's trip. Nah. I, 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 went, I went with Joe Green when I went to New York. 20 years ago now we were young but when we were 20 yes that's different i'm talking yeah. about now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah if but you're 20 I mean, damn right you should be it's, going it's it's right? it's to be honest new york's one of the world wonders i think and i say all the time like you just you have to go and experience it and just take in like how massive that actually is and what metropolis really feels like yeah and that's living in toronto anyway yeah yeah <laughs> That's how I felt too, man. Right? Trust right. me. Yeah, that's Mark's gonna come back. You're gonna have a picture of his eyes, My like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, one day, one, one day, one day, I'll get there. Um, okay, let's break into some topics. The first one is a doozy. Ooh, have you guys seen the trailer for NBA 2K20? Man, I don't own a game console anymore. It's been a couple years. But I'm going to buy the PS4 in September. Really? That's let, let me run down. Let me just run down the cast of characters. I've seen the trailer, but okay, but go ahead. Idris Elba from Hobbs and Shaw, the bad I guy. know who he is. I'm yes. just making sure the beaters. <laughs> Rosario Dawson from the Marvel movies. Thomas Middlewich, Silicon Valley. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Ernie Hudson, Ghostbusters. Lamorne Morris, New Girl, and Scotty Pippen, Jaleel White, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kemba Walker. This movie, this is more store-studded than Hobbs and Shaw, and I called it a movie because my question about this is, with video games becoming a bigger draw than box office, does it make sense for actors to now act in games as opposed to movies? Until the revenue sharing is a bit more equitable for actors, no. Right now, actors get more money from acting in movies or in TV shows. Video games, they don't get that revenue split based on how many games are sold. I guess they could negotiate that in the contract, but that doesn't exist as far as I know in video games. Well, how much do you think they got? How much work do you think you have to do? Think of it. You're in a video game. Everything's CGI. You're just doing the voice acting bits to it. Exactly. That's why they don't get paid as much. I guess right? so. But I mean, like, the video game industry is obviously not getting smaller. Could argue it's getting bigger. Right. <laughs> so, um, Patriot at Hassan Minaj a couple Sundays ago. Have you seen this show? I haven't seen the show, but I know what it is. It's on okay. Netflix. Fantastic. So, he, he goes into a tie about video games, soaks around Fortnite, and basically said the video game industry is bigger than every sports industry. So, NBA, NFL, NHL, um, MLB combined. Yeah, it's a sense. massive, massive maker. Do you think these guys are getting in because there's money in the future of acting in games? I guess it depends on whether there people will buy a video game because there's an actor in it. If we reach that point, yes. Until then, I, I don't know of anyone who would buy a video game because Julia White's... I mean, it sounds pretty <laughs> cool that these guys are in it, but yeah. I don't think that's going to make, make... I don't think anyone's going to buy it because It'll of make that. Make break of that. Right? And movies, it's kind of the opposite. You kind of... Ooh, um, I don't know who's a big actor nowadays. Um, yeah. Whoever it is, right? Oh, that person's in this movie? Oh, I'm I got to go see, see that. So that's the difference. Yeah, mm -hmm. that makes sense. 
Mark, what do you think? First of all, like, okay, if you were an actor, say you're an A-list or Hollywood actor, and they came to you to appear in 2K, are you doing that 100%? Or are you gonna think about it and work out the logistics? I'm doing it. I'm I'm going the Sam Samuel Jackson route, man. And I'm doing just, everything. I'm doing everything because like you're in video games, you're doing commercials, you're doing voiceovers for uh, like cartoon movies. The more you're out there, the more eventually it, you can get some. Depending on the person, you can get typecast and put in a box for certain things. But yeah. it's like Idris Elba's. You've seen Idris Elba on many scales, like from Luther. The Hobbs and Shaw. What's that like, DJ thing is on Netflix? I forget what it's called. Oh, um, I actually seen it. Um, you watched it? Yeah, I watched it. Is it good? It. I liked it. Oh, man. Um, he's, he's great. I love Idris Elba. Um, I don't remember what it's called, yeah, though, but, but I did watch it. Like, it. See, like, he's multifaceted yeah. as well. Like, he's, he's, and he's big right now. He's, yeah. He's like, so it's like, why not? Like, if I'm, a, if I'm an actor and they're like, can't yeah, want to put you in the game. And as long as the, the story, I guess the story plot for the game is good great. and it's a popular game, why not? Like, 2K has been around for since what? Staple. But it's, it started. It started off at NBA. NBA Two K. That was it. Right? Like it's been there for twenty years now. <laughs> and it's and like the like in the last couple of years, the story slowly got better. Oh. But it wasn't. There was no. It's, it's not. Yeah, this. this is insane. Yeah. There was no cutscenes. It was just like. Yeah. Okay, you started off as a rookie. Yeah. You went to camp. Now it's like now there's story. Now there's ways. Like, like it's the, a movie. It's like a choose your own adventure. It's take you eight hours to get through this. Um, last question, Casey. Are you going to buy NBA Two K this year? Knowing that is the deepest video game sports simulated story ever, and all your friends are getting it. <laughs> well, probably not, given I sold my PS4 to one of our friends, right? <laughs> so I'm not buying another PS4 <laughs> to play this game. Right? That just doesn't make sense. Um, I don't really play a lot of sports video games anymore. It's a damn shame. But I got something that you might might play okay. um video game streaming is reality it's coming now it's literally coming you can now purchase google stadia the price is 169 dollars comes with a three-month premium membership which you can play on a 4k tv it has its own controller and to compete with that microsoft is launching xcloud which means you can access your xbox library or games from any device mm -hmm. um the connection issues sound like they are handled we'll see is this the evolution of video games that we're looking for yes this is definitely the next step in video games we've already the days with on pc at least the days of a hard disc so a cd or a dvd or whatever it is we're using those days are over the only reason consoles still have that is to combat piracy right but the streaming of game or sorry the downloading of games digitally um, has proven pretty successful for a lot of PC platforms. So it doesn't surprise me that's happening. I question whether it's playable for mm -hmm. high-end graphic games, mm -hmm. right? Um, because what's happening, for those of you who may not know, basically the servers at Google or Microsoft run the game on their super high-end computers with their super high-end video cards, and then they stream it to you through the internet. The internet compresses everything, so what you're getting necessarily won't look as good as Having what, it what it's supposed exactly. Right. So, if they could figure that part out, where you don't lose too much of the quality, then yes, it's it's then the next thing. So, so Mark, right now, say you're sitting at work, you go for your hour break, 
do you see yourself walking to sit down at lunch place with a, with a laptop and a controller and breaking out 2K and playing a game? Do you? Because that's the reality of it now. I I wouldn't do it like that. Like for me, I, I've always been just that. Like I I get Casey's point about like the issues of you know losing the quality. I'm not gonna go spend four or five grand on a TV. And then stream something and it looks... <laughs> Very good it, point. It looks, it look, you know? Uh, that's like, I'm not going to play a, a low quality... Play a game on that looks low quality on a high quality TV. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Very so like, good point. Now, they're promising 4K quality. Yeah, but so does Netflix, but they don't. It's not actual 4K. Yes. Right? And it's all about the internet provider. If they start limiting how much data gets through because they only have so much bandwidth too yeah right so uh, i agree with mark i didn't even think of the tv aspect where you spend that much money on a tv well, playing on your tv is an option now you can play on your laptop it doesn't play matter because phone. the because the quality degrades yeah. if the the internet provider slows down the connection yeah because if everyone gets this our network can't handle that kind of data right yep. so I, I question if it's actually sustainable if a large number of people use it. That makes sense. Yeah. And, so, if, and if something, sorry, and if something goes down, like the server goes down, there's issues, then everyone's affected. Like, if I have a hard copy, <laughs> I can play it regardless. And yep. like you said, like you, and like going back to your question, you asked me, if I'm in the office, I have a hard disk. If I work at some place like Google or Apple, yo, we gotta have a TV that's mounted, and I'm we're playing you're, you're, you're balling on that TV. Like I don't want to have to turn on my laptop and make sure I bring all and plug in everything and then try to yep. play for an hour. Like that I'm I'm already wasting twenty minutes just getting set That's up. That's why you just take controller and just press play on what on your cell phone. You can play on your cell phone. Um so the numbers are right now that Microsoft has twice as many servers and capacity as Google to launch this the streaming service. Um but Google is Google. It's not about that though. And that's the key. It's it's about your internet speed. <laughs> your home, inter right? Your it's Wi-Fi about the speed internet speed coming you into are. your home. Like you would need a to play the high-end games like Mark was referring to with your OLED TVs. You would need a minimum of the gigabyte or gigabit internet service that exists in. in they're saying thirty-five megabytes gives you to minimum. Yeah, <laughs> well, to play at four K. That's what they're saying, and I don't know if that's true. I'm saying what they're saying, um, but what I think is you're going to see a switch. So. You know, so they don't mention the graphics fidelity. They don't mention what no. settings the graphics are at. Yeah. Yeah, of course I could stream at 4K if the quality is shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? But, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but um, 4K is just the resolution. It's not the only thing you got to take into consideration. Mm, so fair. on a console, it's different. You don't really choose your graphics setting. It's always at the max of what the console could do. Right? So video game companies, and my fear is video game companies are going to start, if they build for this, if they make the games for this, then you're going to see graphic quality go down because they don't want to make a game that stutters and stuff like that. That's, that's and then people don't buy it. That's right. Right. So it's all about the, in, and no one has control over internet connection. Well, I think maybe you're not going to see the, the A plus games streamed on Stadia. So I, I know already I'm one of the founding people that have, purchase this you bought the server <laughs> so i i'm i'm going to play and i'm going to see how it all runs and i'm going to run on a laptop whatever and i think it's it's a uh, I, I think you just you, you're gonna get games that aren't the norms you're not gonna buy like my madden won't be on stadia that's just ridiculous anything that i must play for fun 
maybe maybe a Call of Duty or something. I can grab it, play for fifteen minutes or whatever, and then jump off would be excellent for streaming. Excellent to play anywhere, and being able to play with friends at a remote location would be an absolute blast. Do you remember when I had my laptop here and I realized I could play the game off of my computer? Yes. Remember how it looked? Yes. That's what it's going to look like. Well, I hope not. Yeah. It's going to be based now. My internet isn't as good as yours, so yeah. the outbound quality was a little bit obviously lower. But, but that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what will affect it. Yeah. Right? That's, that's unfortunate. Cancel the service. It, it has nothing to do with Google. It has nothing to do with Microsoft. It's yeah. about the Rogers and the Bells of the world. Yeah. Yeah, and you're limited to what your connection is. Exactly. Well, I'll keep you guys updated on how it looks, and I'll, I'll post the videos online for well, you guys. You have the super well. internet too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Better be great. Better be <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's get into some sports. Let's uh, do some sports. How about that? Okay. Let's start at the beginning of the sports section of the podcast. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about, and everyone's already talking about it, Ezekiel Elliott, Melvin Gordon. Um, holdouts, specifically running back holdouts, because Michael Thomas held out wide receiver. He got his money. Uh, he got $18 million. No one bats an eye. But the NFL has a running back problem, and this situation has hit an ugly head because of how I think contracts are currently structured. Um, quick breakdown. When an NFL player comes into the league, they're assigned a deal and the deal is five years so teams have control for five years you have a certain salary that you make and that's your rookie deal you can negotiate at any time throughout that deal but while a team has control of you they don't have to do anything uh ezekiel elliott led the league in yards from scrimmage to per on average because he missed games the entire time he's been in the nfl so he's arguably the best in running back arguably one of the most valuable players in the league that's not a quarterback He's set to make $2 million this year. He needs to renegotiate because this, this is his one big payday. Because once a running back turns 28, 29, 30, their value drops significantly. He's not going to camp. He wants to be the highest paid running back in the league. Based on production, that makes total sense. Unfortunately, the Dallas Cowboys have a quarterback in Dak Prescott who wants to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. And they have a wide receiver, Amari Cooper, who's also very talented and up for a new deal. So it's a delicate situation. And you don't have to do Dak Prescott because he has two years left before he can actually leave as a free agent. Now, here's my question. You have a team that's expected to win the Super Bowl. You have one player who is not the best behavior-wise but he's the guy you've built your team around. Then you have a quarterback who you draft in the third round. So he's not a top pick, but he's won a ton of games. And he won a lot of them because he has this running back behind him. You've traded your first round pick for a wide receiver last season. And if you let that guy walk, you wasted a first round draft pick, very valuable. Which order are you paying your players? These are non-football guys. This is why I'm asking the question in this way, people at home, if you don't know. Um, we've heard a lot of expert takes on this, and I'll be honest with you. Expert takes are all jaded. So I'm going to go to Casey first, because I think Mark is actually thinking about this. I guess you're trying to say that I'm not an expert at uh, this particular topic. You're definitely right. <laughs> um, I've obviously watched 
some shows, sports shows, and they do talk about it. And I listen to some sports shows and they talk about it. I think NFL players are beginning to know what their worth is, right? And you alluded to it earlier with this is going to be his his opportunity to get paid properly, right? And NFL players are watching other sports, particularly basketball and baseball, and seeing these players get paid ridiculous amounts of money for sports that don't even make half of what the NFL makes, (laughs) right? So they're saying, well, no. I want what I'm deserved, right? Now, I question why the NFLPA has this set up so a rookie is basically locked in for five years to pay, be paid so little money um, that I question why they signed that particular contract or if they were forced to. I'm not sure what the issue was there. But um, to me, I, I'm glad he's holding out to get paid and from the recent reports i'm reading it looks like an offer was made that would make them between 52 mil and 57 mil right so i don't know if that's enough room right according to espn that's the second highest paid running back right so, i don't know if he wants to be the first <laughs> the highest like paid so maybe it's one. not going to be um good enough for him but i think nfl players have to start using their leverage and they're watching other sports and watching other players in these sports do the exact same thing, why not them? That makes sense. Uh, Zeke's making three point eight million this year, so that's my mistake. Um, so you pay him? I think he should be paid. Now, if I was the Dallas, if I was the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, I, I'm not going to say I know what the bottom line is of the Dallas Cowboys, but I know they're considered one of the richest. Organization. I think they are the richest organization in all the sports in North America. Salary caps. Salary cap, though. Can't pay everyone, right? Well, they purposely have deflated yes. the, that salary cap, right? Yes. So maybe this is a way for the players to say, well, listen, you want to keep players? Then raise that salary cap. Why is it so low in the first place? $200 million is not low. It's a lot of money. For teams that are worth, well, Dallas Cowboys worth like a few billion? Yep. Yeah. For teams that are worth that much money and, you can pay and for a sport that's making that much money, you could raise the salary cap. All right. Casey pays everyone. Mark, <laughs> you pay if you deserve it. What do you think? All right, let me take off my thinking cap here. Just get, get into the. I'm gonna first touch on what Casey said. Casey said that players are now realizing their worth. But what is your worth? Because and I've t- I've said it. I've had discussions with other people about just in general, like. More, more, more or less primarily basketball, but it can go in every sport, is that people feel they deserve this. But when you first started this, when you first started playing this sport, what did you do it for? You did it because you loved the sport. You didn't care. Like you went to school, you got a free ride. You know, you played all through high school. Your parents scraped tooth and nail for you to play the sport that you enjoyed. So now when you, I come as a rookie, I have two good seasons, three good seasons. And they say we want to give you ten million. It now becomes. It's no longer the love of the sport anymore. Like because now, now there's players that are saying, "I'm not, I'm not gonna play until I get my money." It's like fine. I'll put. I have someone else play. But don't you think they deserve? Don't you think they deserve that money given how much money they're making the team? I don't. Yeah. But 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 thing is, I could you could pull that aside and say. 
like for you at your job, for for what you do at your job, do you feel you should be making more? Do you think you should go and say, you know, I'm not doing no work until I get this amount? If I feel I wasn't being compensated Fair. well fairly, then yeah, I would, or I would find a new job. Which is where it gets complicated because Ezekiel is technically the best player, not a quarterback behind center. The mm. last every game he's played, mm. and we have to go by averages because again, he missed games for misbehaving. But and that's it. Like there's there's still still some there's still some I guess foundation that has to be set. Like you said, bad behavior. He can get he could you can give him you can give him his payday. Two plays into the first season, the first first game of the season, out for the season. So now he has he got his money. He got what he deserved. I didn't. Uh, I as an owner did not get, didn't what, get what I deserved. Deserve. I gave you the money, and the thing is, like I'm giving you money as one as you know security. So if, you know you get a season injury and it caused you to have to now retire. Retire. Okay, you're compensated. Well, there's in insurance for that. It's not like these teams actually do or pay it out of pocket. There's but, insurance. I know, but, but mm-hmm. I understand that. But the thing is, like, he has that, you know, whatever, 10, 15 million and that insurance. But it's like, you went and you played all those years. You played in college. Like, you you had no security blanket. Yeah, but, but, but it was but for a saying, reason. Yeah, he wants a security blanket now. But the thing is, and, and, and like you said, Ezekiel is arguably the, the best person that, that's not... He's number one. Yes, but the thing is that there's those guys that block for him, so he can be the best. Yes, but they've been paid already. But the thing is that how many linebackers, how many, how many O line guys are like, you know what? I'm not playing. It's like, you know what? I'll let that. You know, if I don't pay that, if I don't get paid that money, I'll play. But I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let that hole close up real fast every time. That's the conversation, right? There's only so much money. So if Zeke takes so much, there's there's no money for somebody else. And but and, and that's a, a, I guess we can. I'll sort of back in that lane. And bottom line is like I understand you what you want. You want your fair shake at what you what you feel you, what you feel you should be compensated for. But then you got to look at, in order for me to do it, all these pieces have to be, in place. So it's like my receiver is like I can't run the ball every play. I mean. Well, I guess that's the question. Is he is what he asking for? Is what he's asking for comparable to other positions and other running backs in the league? The, well, that's that why are, that are at his level. So this is why I said the NFL has a running back problem because let's be honest, like Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon are two top running backs in the league. The concept of you not giving both these guys a raise after having phenomenal seasons it's it's ridiculous. If a quarterback gave you a season where he throws 40 touchdowns and he's making 10 million next year he wants 20 million he signs that the next day there's no questions asked but running backs um i guess owners think they're a dime a dozen so even a running back at zeke's level for instance has to sit out games has to not come to camp to get himself a new deal mind you with two years left this is something that you think you wouldn't have to deal with till later the only reason why zeke is saying this is because dak prescott isn't getting in line for his raise so if you pay him forty million, whatever he wants, there's no money left to give Zeke the money he wants. So Zeke had to go now, mm-hmm. right now. The team isn't as good without Ezekiel Elliott because we've seen a sample size without him, right? And that you know, unfortunately, like he got in trouble and he got suspended. When they're suspended, the team's not as good. Dak Prescott played in all those games. He suffered without Ezekiel Elliott. So it makes you say, you know what? Zeke is worth the money that he's asking for. 
But are you going to handcuff your team by paying him and telling Dak he has to take less when Dak Prescott's your quarterback? Because mm-hmm. quarterback makes now three times as much as your best running back. Well, then they need to start looking at that. They need to start really like if all the running backs and all the other NFL players that you were saying start to take a stand and saying, you know what, we're not going to watch anymore the quarterback take 50% of the damn salary cap, then that's what's going to force the change. And that's what these players are beginning to realize. But when I say they're beginning to work to understand what they're worth, that's what I mean. They're beginning to understand that, wait a second, we actually hold some power here. Yeah. Right? Like if we actually just banded together and said, you're not going to... I don't want to say mistreat, but you're not going to underpay us anymore and pay all our salary and pay half the salary cap to one guy and then say the rest of you guys figure it out for the scraps. Well, no, I, I'm all for that. The other case I have for you guys is the case of Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is making $5.6 million this year. He's in his last year of player control, which usually what happens is your salary goes up every year you're in the league. After your last year of player control, you can franchise tag the player for two years. A franchise tag means that you can sign them and they can't go anywhere else and you have to double their salary. So you franchise tag them next year, it's 11.2 million. You can tag them again, but it's not long-term security. Melvin Gordon has refused to come to camp and he's demanded a trade to which the brass in San Diego, no, LA, the Chargers, they've laughed. They said, yeah, that's great. He has to play. If he sits this year out, then they have the next year of control of him still so he still can't leave the team so he's got to play this year and they're saying he's not getting a new deal till at least this year is over um so two top running backs in a situation like this running backs are, are talking about forming a separate union because they feel like they're being undervalued at that level and i guess when your top players are, are being treated this way imagine how your mid-tier to lower guys are being treated right um but the question actually was about just holdout culture in general. Do you guys think players should refuse to play their contracts, demand trades, ask for more money? Or do you think that these guys are making millions of dollars and they should be happy to be in the position that they're in and they should honor their contracts? Because that's what we're really talking about here. And it goes from sport to sport. I feel that like you shouldn't hold out. Because I'm like, it's like you're making, you know, five, six times more than a person like a doctor, a lawyer, like someone that's doing something every day that's a little bit more meaningful and has a little more purpose in life. Like a good part, a good part of the world doesn't watch football, doesn't watch basketball, don't understand it, don't see the point of it, but yet you're making more than, you know, five times more than a doctor that, you know, spent, you know, a quarter of what you get paid just to educate himself to not, you know, to have to work the next 40 years to even come close to what you're making. And, and it's, like, it's like, I'm a player. You played the sport from, you know, from five years old all the way up to, you know, 18. 30. 30. Well, I'm saying uh, five oh, for, like, oh, for yeah, free. For saying. free. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you begged your mom for this, begged your mom for that. She scraped together, got up early and dropped you to practice, drove you to tournaments, and you played it in hopes of going to school and you got a free education out of it. Then you go into the league, you get a little bit of money. And like I said, even some people are like, you know, I have dreams of, you know, making it to the league and winning a championship. Then it turns away from, I don't care about the championship, I want as much money as I can. It's like, at what point, where did your priorities change? You 
as a kid, I want to make it to the NBA. Then it's like, well, I'm not, I don't want to play for this team. I want to play for a championship caliber team. It's like, it for me, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you play, like, be be grateful that you have a, the opportunity to play because there's a thousand, thousands of other people that are, are hurting to do that and be in that position. And where, they don't, they where don't do they get go? that chance. And where do they go? They're overseas constantly playing, I, yeah. right? Well, what do you think, Casey? Um, I, I respectfully disagree. Um, <laughs> it's funny because uh, I do this. I do exactly this is going to happen before I ask the question. Um, we're not taking into consider. Well, first of all, as far as the kids growing up and wanting to play the sport and playing it for free, I would argue they look at the lifestyle of these players as well and understand if they I make it like there, that. I'm going to be yeah, rich. I so I think that's guy. a huge part of the drive to get there. Um, second is listen like let's use michael jordan as an example okay he made the bulls how much money right until he said you know what i'm not signing your contracts anymore you're going to pay me 30 million dollars a season which was unprecedented at the time because i'm bringing in all the money here right i'm the reason people are coming to watch these games not the owner that nobody knows the name of me right and that's what these players realize now it's like wait a second we're the draw we're the product why are we getting a fraction of the profits right and this this is this is america right this, this is, is america this is, this is america right this is we don't do things for free in the western world right we get compensated the correct amount of money based on what the company is making right um in professional sports these owners are making a boatload of money off of these teams, especially the NFL, right? So I don't like the argument that just because it's the game I love, you should be able to make millions and millions and millions of dollars off of me. It's like the NCAA. It's the same argument. It's just they don't get paid. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, but they don't get paid. They, they make nothing. Yeah, they make nothing, but the thing yeah. is that, okay, I'm going to pay for your education. You can come here. But not, those guys don't finish school. Not but, again. I'm not saying... I hate that. That's a tough argument. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that when you're promoting a game using my likeness, saying, come watch me play, and I don't get a cent off of that. Whoa, they get a lot of money. Who? The players make a ton of money. Oh, sorry. I was talking about NCAA at that oh. particular point in time. No, they get education, though. They, they sign. They, and, and it's my not point cheap. is the NCAA makes billions of dollars. Yeah, I get it. Right? So, But let's, let's go back to the NFL. These guys are saying, you know what? Like, I don't know what's... Forming their own union, yeah. I think that's a bit much. Well, it's some, it's something. It's a fight. I think they need to work with the union they have, and it, to me, the entire union should be for this. Well, here's, here's I'm not sure why certain people in the union would it be before all players getting more money. Yeah, well, here's my take, and and it comes from just being part of a corporate world. Somebody buys something, you own that thing. And you're mandated to pay your players a certain amount, and that's part of the agreement, mm -hmm. right? Now, the players are saying they want to be paid based on what the owner is making, but that's not in their realm of a responsibility well, or not what b the, privilege. That's not exactly what the players uh, yes, are yes, because for. they want to share profits. They say the owner makes this much; we should be compensated fairly. Well, they fair, make a percentage. Yes, fair compensation is not. A percentage of what the guy that invested all the money makes if i invest a million dollars in a project okay and then it, it brings me back five i don't have to share that 
five that I made. So why does the player have to give his services then? Because the player is under contract. That's why you sign, you pay them. If you don't want to play for that contract, don't sign it. Don't play. That's an option. They don't, have, Go. they don't have a choice though. When you enter in the league, you are forced to sign this contract or you're not allowed to play in this league. Right? The difference between you're comparing it to the rest of the regular corporate world. The difference with the regular corporate world, that doesn't exist. You could go into the regular corporate world and you could be a star and you could make millions of dollars for your company. You you could leave whenever you want and go to a different company and get paid more money. You're not under that's contract. the di that's the difference. Of course you're under contract. You sign a contract when you join a company. The difference is is there's not a year minimum you have to work yeah, with that company. That's the difference. Yeah, but right? but what you're saying is, you know, they're they're forced to sign this initial contract because they have to play in the league. I get it. But the compensation that all the players go through is the same. It's not like if you get drafted in the first round, you make this much money, second round, this much money. So I I think that if I'm investing it, like I have this team, I own this team, I'm paying all the salaries and stuff like that. I, I get it from an owner's point of view. Yeah. I, I really do get it from but, an owner's but, point of view. I mean, for, forget individual players. I'm like the fact that players talk about taking a percentage of the earnings because they earned it is completely ludicrous because they don't have the money to invest to bring that return That's back. That's not what they're saying. So the NF, the NBA and the NHL both get 59 or 49% of the overall profits. Yes. Right? I have no idea what the NFL number is, but I'm pretty sure it's, not, it's nowhere it's not that close high. to that high. <laughs> no, it's not that high. Okay? That's what they're arguing. So they're not saying that me, this player, deserves a percentage We're of saying, how much the Dallas They're the players should get. And that's perfectly legitimate, right? <sighs> it's perfectly legitimate. Well, and, the MB, and the MLB is pretty close to 50% too, if I remember correctly, right? But the, the problem is, is that the contract that the NFLPA signed that obviously says that these guys get paid for five years... You said this off the top of the argument. How long does a running back's career last? Not that long. How long? Oh, I, nine On years. average. Oh, average? Three years, not even. So you're telling me, on average, let's, 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 be, let's say five years. Yeah. Let's say on average, a running back's career is five years. But they're under their rookie contract for five years. Well, a lot of them don't make it out of the rookie contract. You got to remember that, too. Now... But my point is, is that they could play exit. They could be the best player in the league for five years. Yeah. And then their career is over at the end of their rookie contract and no one has to pay no, them. No, the, That's the, not fair. The players that are at the best, their careers are longer because the good players are going to get signed and keep Injuries going. could happen. Yeah, 100%. And that's right? why that's what they protect the games. But, uh, that's so, why this is happening. Yeah, the players realize, wait a second, I could get my knee blown out tomorrow. Yep. I'm not getting my payday. That's not right. That's what they're saying. There's right. the two train of thought. The first train of thought for me is that you're right. Security is very important. So, you know, my first five years, I've only made, you know, $12 million. I'd like to see a bigger payday. But the second one is as good as you are, there's 100 guys behind you that are just as good. So your actual net value goes down. And that's what running backs are experiencing right now. Paying running back $10 million in this league is ludicrous. You'd rather draft a kid that comes out of school at 21 years old and he can run it down the throat for the next five years. And there's always another kid coming from a pristine college that can run the ball down their throats. Then the owners don't pay. That's the case in point we're trying to make. But now, when you have the very best running backs going through this situation, imagine what the crappier ones are going through. And that's why they're thinking of unionizing. Well, they already are in a union. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> a separate union just for the running back.
I don't know. It's a crazy situation. I, I, listen, I understand Mark's argument. I understand what you're saying. I see it from all sides. And I see how I would be in the separate situations. As an owner, there's a contract. You signed it. It's not my fault what the CBA says. As a player, you're trying to protect and maximize your profits. I get it. So should the should like the NHL, sorry, NHL, the NFL, should they go more the Europe route? So you're only signing guys for like a year contract, and every year you're gonna re-up contract, re-up the contract for you like say like international players. But the thing is that that's where if you have a good season, okay, I can give you more money because obviously if I have a good if I have a my rookie season is a breakout season, and you know sales go up and profit goes up, okay, I give you I can give you more money. So it's like you have a crap season. Yeah, but if you're a top player, why would you ever sign a one-year contract? That's that's the pushback you're going to get. That's the problem they have, and all the right. players will never. Um, players, um, Le'Veon Bell turned down $17 million because he wanted a long-term contract. And he ended up signing a contract for four years that was less money, but he had security for four years instead of just the one. I don't know. It's a crazy situation. We'll obviously follow as it goes along. But I wanted to take a dip dive. I wanted to get into some hockey. It's been a while. Um, you know the sport I know the most about. The fans have been asking about it. Here's here's what I want to... I'm going to say this. I'm just going to have one statement. And this statement should shock you guys, but I don't know how you guys feel about these things. Mitch Marner has been offered three deals. Seven years at $10.75 million a year. Six years at $10 million a year. And three years at $8.75 million a year. This is according to rumors, obviously. Mitch Marner scored 94 points last season. Underneath him, Braden Point, Tampa Bay Lightning, best team in the league, not in the playoffs. Talk about that later. 92 points in the season. 14 players currently, restricted free agents, are holding on away to see what happens with these two players. Last season, William Nylander waited till the last moment to sign his deal. And here's what I'm going to say. It effectively ruined the least chances of getting a better spot in the playoffs and led to them getting knocked out of the first round. Incredibly selfish deal. Restricted free agents in the NHL are becoming one of the biggest issues in the league. The reason why is because they have a very short span of time in the league and they're looking for contracts as big as top players. Sidney Crosby, arguably the best hockey player we're going to see in our lifetime, makes $8.75 million a year. He hasn't even cracked the top 10 anymore. How much did he make it in his prime? $8.75 million. That's how much he made in his this, prime? This is his big money contract. Okay, He didn't take all the money. They also paid Evgeny Malkin. They also paid Jordan Stahl. They paid three guys approximately $8 to $9 million a year. Do you think these players, because these guys haven't done anything. You hear Braden Point, you hear Mitch Marner. They had good years last year. But these guys aren't part of Stanley Cup winning teams. These guys didn't get out of the first round. There's other players that are not as good as these guys that probably got further. But the fact that these guys are all holding out, there's two things. You're either waiting to see the chips fall with these top players, and then the chips will fall with them, and everyone will go shoot their deals after. Or all of these guys think they're more valuable to their teams than the people that are paying them. Do you think that players that haven't proved it deserve money based on performance? No. I think it, there has to be at least a minimum, at least two years before you start, before I start throwing out money. Regardless if I sign them for a two-year or three-year contract, 
if after if I, if I sign up for a three or see if or even use NFL, like if I, if we were to apply that same kind of thing into NHL and say okay, five year minimum. If after year two, you know you're steady, you're and you're stud. Yeah, and and things are, and the progression looks like it's always going to be like steadily improving. Then we'll renegotiate your contract. We'll add that extension. We'll change something. Yeah, because it's like. Okay, Mitch Marner, they, Braden Point had great seasons. But I give him that money in the next season. He he plays he he can play all his games. He can play they can play three quarters of the three quarters of the NHL season. But if their point total is not on pace to match what they did, it's like I just gave you that money and or better. You know, or better, but things if I give, if I give it and you don't match it or you don't fall, you don't you don't follow that same pace, and we don't make the playoffs, or we just, or the same, or or, or the team repeats. It's like I kind of need more out of you. I kind of need more. And then it's like now you go into the next season, and he might still again, he might go back up to the same same point total, but we still lose in the first round. It's like I'm giving you this money so we can get over this hump, but I'm giving you money. <laughs> I can't give you the same. I can't give you more money, and you give me the, the same, same result. Production, if I'm giving you that money, like if you go, I take a quick step back to Ezekiel Elliott. I give you that money, then I expect to be in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl or the or the conference or something. Yeah, like I need to be. I need to be at that tier. Like I'm not losing. I'm not losing in the second round. Like <laughs> if I give you that money, you have to. You perform. gotta produce, uh, Casey. What do you think? I respectfully I, I, disagree. I, I, um, <laughs> um, respectfully punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, why are the players the only ones that have to sacrifice? I, I don't get that. Like, we keep on talking about, well, you haven't proven it. I would argue the owners haven't proven anything either. Well, right? Or the team, the, the ownership running the team. Right? Um, I, I understand what you're saying. But at the end of the day... Why shouldn't he hold out for the most money he could get? Of course he should. So, And I don't think that's selfish because at the end of the day, the owners are doing the exact same thing. Well, it's a two, two-way street, Exactly. Right? So you can't, you can't demonize one side and then not, and then not mention the other side. Well, right? So in the case of a Mitch Marner, a Braden Point, Ezekiel Elliott, they've already shown improved, right? They gave you what they could do. And they're saying it's worth a certain amount. Now, Mitch Marner's offers are here and if they're true which i'm gonna assume they are because i saw it on a source that's a lot of money mm-hmm. that that puts them in the top top tier top one percent whatever wingers in this league and the only player on the team that's making more than him are the centers now centers make more because they take face-offs and they play more important hockey what you know um mitch marner wanting center money could be the cause of this deal not getting done Right now, Tavares makes eleven million, and Austin Matthews eleven point six or whatever he's making. Do you think Mitch Marner is justified in asking for a pay grade that's outside of his position now? Forget position. We're talking about production. We're talking about production. It's not about position, right? And hockey, out of every sport, is the most. This is the way it's always been done. So this is the way we're going to keep on doing it. 
that doesn't. It never made it's sense. The place to, me. to air your grievances on right? the NHL. No, no, no. I, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But I'm telling the truth, aren't I? Yeah. Right. Like your argument is traditionally centers have always made more. Totally. Therefore, he should not get paid. That is the argument. Regardless of what his production is, that that's is, a stupid argument. That is that is the actual <laughs> argument, and I think that's the reason why this deal hasn't been done. It, it, it do, it's an argument that does not make sense. Well, Games, also, sports. Games, everything grows, everything changes, yeah, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna step in there, Casey. I'm gonna get you. I hear you, but I'm gonna disagree <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> no, I'm gonna disrespectfully agree on this one. I'm gonna I'm because you're saying be like it's like it's like saying okay, the center does more. He's He's more like certain positions in any sport. The higher the higher paid guy because he's the catalyst. He makes things quarterback happen. Quarterback makes more. Because it's not, makes because more. now if I'm saying okay, Mitch, I'm gonna give you that money. I want you to do faceoffs. But now if his percentage of faceoffs, he's losing them. Where where anyone else is winning him, it's like we're in trouble. I'm giving you this money. You can't even win faceoffs. Give me this money. That's like saying okay, Ezekiel, I'm gonna give you more money than a quarterback. But the quarterback. Is in the game the whole time. You get tired. You have to sit down. The backup has to come in and run a couple plays. The quarterback is always throwing unless he's unless the game's a blowout. Then he sits down. He doesn't come back in. I don't flip. I don't flip guys. What does that have to do with me? And when I say me, I'm talking about the individuals that are holding out. Yes. I don't care what the quarterback has to do. I that's what their argument is. That doesn't matter. That has nothing to do but, with me. But then, but then that's what you said. You said, "What about me?" And then it's like when the team when the team starts losing, and they're like, what "Casey, how come you how come how come you guys are losing?" Well, I can't I can't speak for those guys. I can only speak for myself. Damn right. But it's like <laughs> you see now you become the catalyst, but in that negative oh, connotation. Mark, Mark. Why is it negative? Why should because not play? I give you that money, Casey. Why <laughs> should players money? be the always be the ones oh. who sacrifice? Why? Mark the GM. Would sit down and be like, "You want more money? What more are you gonna do? You, you, you ran <laughs> for two thousand yards last year. You gotta run for three. If I'll give you this but money. It, it, it's almost like it's almost like you have to have, like you said, for regardless of the sport, it's almost like you need you need criteria. You have to meet this. Like say for NFL, you get a bonus if you achieve. But they have. That's the whole point. These they two achieve. players we're talking about had achieve. excellent seasons. No, you still don't want to pay. No. no, no. <laughs> saying, if he pays no. me, he wants to do more. What I'm saying is like, you have to meet a criteria in order to get a certain amount. So he says, we're going to give you. did. No, but no. But what I'm saying is, he, he, he Ezekiel, whatever, Mitch. Not Ezekiel, Mitch. Well, whatever, both I'm of saying, them. I'm saying, both I'm of saying, them. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You've achieved certain things. But what I'm saying is, from your, like, as stupid as it may sound, like from your initial contract, you have to like almost like a tier level. Like if you want to get, if if you want to make eight nine million now season, these are this is the criteria. This is the criteria you have to have. <laughs> but, so, but let me get this straight. No, <laughs> Mitch Marder has the most. Does he have the most points at the least? Yeah, Mitch Marder is arguably the best player on that team based on stats. Hmm. That's not good enough for you. It's based because your argument is if he wants that have, money, he's gotta do more than that. <laughs> you have, no, but there has to be like for me, there has to be a consistency. Like, like, okay, you had the best, you had the most on the lead, you had, you had the most on the team this year. I gave you the money, you now fall to fifth, and it's like, but 
But I'm that doesn't happen yet. You gotta pay him first. Yeah, I mean that doesn't happen yet. Now, you can't base it off what you might think. What I, what I will say will though is that Mitch Marner has earned a contract around ten million a year. How many? How many years? The problem we have here is that he's not even taking that. He how many years? More than how that. many years has Mitch been in the Mitch league? Mitch has been in the league at three years, and he's been good all three years. No, so. the first two years he's okay. Okay, he had a breakout season last year. But and what I'm saying is, is, they said here, here's ten million, and this guy's like, no. You like, know why he's he saying no? Because he's saying I'm the best player on this team. I don't care about position. He's saying I am the best player on this team. Why would I pay, be paid a third? Most amount of money. I respectfully disagree with that. Please explain why. Oh, because he doesn't take face offs. No, <laughs> so Mitch Marner, penalty kill, power play. He's the most important player to this team. He's, he's very quick, whatever. Um, he does play the wing and he plays with absolute studs. So you're playing with Tavares, that's an absolute stud. You're going to have a great year because the, the defense is focused on him not scoring. You're going to scare him do whatever you want because there's a guy on your line that is more dangerous than you. And that's how players have great seasons. Now, have a breakout season under that format. Do you think you now deserve to make more than that player that the entire defense is afraid of? I don't think so. So, Scotty Pippen is. shouldn't get paid the same amount as Georgia. Right. No. Okay. Because Scotty Pippen, arguably. No, that's an argument. I right. Yeah. It's the, it's the guy that right. gets to be dangerous because there's someone more dangerous on that line. Right. So, with that situation in mind, thinking of that analogy, Mitch Marner doesn't deserve to make the same money as Tavares or as, as uh, Matthews. Well, how do you know it wasn't the other way around? Because Tavares has been a great player forever. Tavares also had his best year, but they expected that out of him. Mitch Marner had a great They were like, oh, that's great. This is going to cost us money. And that's where we are right now. To me? Pay him? One of the, well, yes, pay him. But two, the way the NHL system is set up, oh. where you could be a restricted free agent... But you can't sign with any other team. No, you can. Yeah, but the team has to give up basically everything, every, everything, everything under the sun. Everything. Right? So it was clearly designed so you can't leave the team. Yeah. That's how it was designed. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. Right? The NHL PA needs to eliminate that rule. Right? So whenever, whenever the contract negotiations are next, that has to be the first to go. Because they screwed themselves with that. Well, they don't want players leaving their teams. And this is how they keep their draft picks in the, the city. That's that exactly drafted. what they're doing, right? Yeah. So they're because li- I guarantee you, if he was able to sign with any other team, he would be signed. Yeah, probably. Guarantee. And same with Zeke Elliott. If he was able to sign, I know technically he's still not a, not a restricted free agent. Yeah, he can't. But I don't do think it. that exists in the NFL, no. <laughs> right? But NFL needs to change. The, the union needs to push back and say. Well, we need to have that freedom then you have and an that leverage. NBA situation where players go wherever they want. And the and, MLB? Well, yeah, but baseball. Baseball's are, a little different. Great yeah, players but. are coming out of the yin yang every five seconds. Where the NBA, they're hard to come across and they leave. And do you want that on your. Like, do you want your NHL team to have players that are just constantly getting drafted to teams, spending a couple of years and then getting it's out not as soon about, as they can? It's not about what I want. It's about what what's best want? for the player or what best. They believe is what's best for them. Okay, you know what okay. it's really about. It's about money. No, what's best for the owners. But well, for on for the owners' yeah. front, yes, it's what they believe that, <laughs> and from the players' front, they believe what's best for me. Yeah, and exactly. I can't wrong either side for thinking that. I hear you. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna get into the NFL. We're gonna Colin Kaepernick. We're gonna get into Jay Z. We're gonna get into Roger Goodell, and it's gonna be heated. Stay tuned. 
You can catch the team podcast anywhere you get your podcast. So that includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you get yours. Also hit us up on our favorite social media sites, which includes Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and my personal favorite, Tumblr. Welcome back, ladies and gents, team podcast. I'm here with my man, KCJ Ford. Don't forget the J. And my main man, Mark. You know what it is. Let's go. Yeah. You like, you like how I say main man, Mark? That's your new tag, the main man. I don't know. I don't really think. I don't really feel like I have a tag. No, you, like I'm you in, just got one. I've been introduced like numerous ways, and it's just like I feel like I'm not really appreciated on this team. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm getting. I don't feel like I'm. I don't feel my worth. You need to come up. Guys. You need to come up with your own thing, man. You, you know what? If we're gonna pay you, if we're gonna give you the money, Mark, you gotta bring you, more you, to the Casey, show. You don't. You don't make up your own nickname. I'm not saying your own nickname, you but deemed you, it. But you gotta have your own. Your own, your own thing. Main man Mark, you just got it. Jesus. I don't like that one personally. No, yeah, I, I don't it doesn't like have to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like KCJ4, like we like, even though we because when we found out what your middle name was, that's why we started calling you KCJ4. Like, I get it, and I've obviously used it, right? <laughs> you are right. A nickname yeah. should be given. It shouldn't yeah, like, be like uh, call like, me the like black mama. DJ. He's not a DJ, but he's for some reason that, they, they, that, it's, that it's is the worst. It is the worst nickname of all of them here. Actually, it's ridiculous. <laughs> DJ Smite's horrible. Um, okay. This is the meat and potatoes that I've been talking about all week. It's what the entire world is talking about. The world? Obviously I don't know about meat and potatoes. More like a jambalaya. More like a jambalaya. It's like a lot, it's a lot of it's ingredients all, it's all in mixed this. in together. Um, we're going back to NFL because we have to. Um, the deal. The deal that was struck between Jay-Z and Roger Goodell or the NFL as a whole. The background of the story, and I'll just give you guys a quick background. Um... There was a song where Jay-Z said he turned the Super Bowl down. And they need Jay, and Jay doesn't need them. Um, remember that conversation? Then Jay-Z was on Saturday Night Live supporting Colin Kaepernick and the Kaepernick cause. A deal was stuck, struck between Jay-Z's Rock Nation and the NFL. Um, the league will work with Rock Nation on its entertainment performances, such as the Super Bowl halftime show, but also to strengthen community through football and music and the NFL's Inspire Change initiative. Now, Colin Kaepernick was a quarterback in the NFL, and in 2016, when he was on the bench for the San Francisco 49ers, making $12 million a season, he started to take a knee. And he took a knee for social injustice, police brutality against black people. Um, there was other things involved in it, but that was the, the, the main of it. They asked him to stop, he would not. Different players, teams all together, began to kneel with him as a show of unity. After the 2016 season, Colin Kaepernick was abolished from the NFL. Can we officially say that now? Because he did settle a suit uh, with the NFL for the grievance, and it was a, a sum of money that he got from the NFL because they basically said, you can't play here anymore. So yep. he was effectively blackballed from the league. The issue that we're hearing is Jay-Z is being called a sellout by numerous people because he is now supporting the same institution that blackballed Colin Kaepernick. Hmm. This is the hot button topic of the well, day. I'm going to jump in there quick because they're saying Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's, you know, crossed that line because he's, he's teamed up with them. But... All those players that 
were, you know, in solidarity for him and taking a the knee. They still played in the league. Thank you. They still <laughs> taking that paycheck. So Thank like, you. Say it so, again. So, <laughs> so, so technically, who's the sellout? Because you took a knee one game, and then you're like, hey, Casey, take a knee again. You ain't playing. Like, okay, boss. I'm I'll take a- it even further. How many of those people who are complaining still watch every NFL game? But that's it. Like, technically. like Buying a- Madden. Give me a bloody yeah. break. <laughs> bloody break. Like, technically, like, if if those people that, you know, stood with him, played on the field with him, if they really wanted to support it and really make a change, they would have left the league then. They would have said, you know what? I'm not playing this league. I'll go, I'll go overseas. I'll play in any other, any other league in the States or in Europe because I'm going to support. I won't play. I'll play. I'm going to continue to play football, but it's not going to be here. Thank you. I, I completely agree with so you. So for Jay-Z, for what Jay-Z is doing, is Jay-Z is, is he's I'm not, I, I won't say bridging a gap, but he's, try, he's trying to build a bridge with the NFL because you, 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 we all know that hip-hop has a strong influence, a strong influence on sports. And yeah. I, like, whether it's clothing, whether it's lyrics, like, people hear it. Like, Jay-Z, like I said, for as popular as Jay-Z is, Jay-Z had a line in a song. People that don't know who Jay-Z is, don't know a song of Jay-Z, know that line, though, <laughs> because it made headlines, right? So I was like, I don't see nothing wrong with what Jay did. Here's, here's what I'm going to say, and I need you guys to just think for a second about this. The NFL is a bunch of old white men, billionaires that own sports teams. They know they have a problem with the representation of social injustice among the black community. When you own a business and you have a problem, what do you do? You seek advice. Mm-hmm. You hire a consultant. You get someone that can help. Roger Goodell and his friends turned to Jay-Z and Rock Nation because I think it's the closest thing to what they are. They're a bunch of business moguls, successful men, and they have an issue that they can't solve. Doesn't matter what these guys do, someone's gonna have issue with it. They went and got the one guy that relates to them that they thought could help on the issue. What more can they actually do? This is the problem with some people. Right? In our community. (laughs) Okay. Right? Right. Is that... Mark said it brilliantly. Where were all the people who stood with Kaepernick when he wasn't playing? Playing. I didn't see any. Playing. Where were all the people who were saying, oh, I'm never going to watch the NFL again. The ratings went down, but they still made money. And I'm pretty sure I saw a bunch of black people in the stands at those games. Of course. Right? What about them? Are they sellouts too? That's right? not all black people. Let's, let's. No, but I'm I'm not talking to all black. I'm talking about ones those are... those ones that are on Google and Instagram or whatever the hell the social media platform is that they want to big up their chest on, yeah. right? To call out the next man. When what have they done? Well, Casey's foot just came out. <laughs> call out our next man. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 Okay. That, that was unintentional. August, but, August 18th, Colin Kaepernick tweets out, my brothers, Eric Reed, Kenny Stills, and other guys in there too. 
continue to fight for the people, even in the face of death threats. They have never moved past the people and continue to put their beliefs into action. Stay strong, brothers. That's what I was going to chime in. Like, those two are the only two that continue to still kneel. Are they in the, are they in the league? Yeah, they're yeah. Still, play, still players. They're still kneeling. And, and Casey's saying, well, that's the problem. No, they no, they would have left if they... But, but no, but the thing is that there's... Okay, two, three, play, two or three guys that still do it. What are the, what are the owners doing? Owners not doing anything anymore. Why? Because that owner doesn't want to put himself in the light saying that I'm going to now chastise a guy for kneeling. He's like, you know what? I'm going to let... In a sense, he's gonna let sleeping dogs lie. He's like, it's he's kneeling, keep kneeling because copy, regardless of what you do, Kaepernick ain't coming back. Ain't, you can kneel, go play on this you team. can kneel, you can sleep not, during the anthem. He ain't coming back. And I'm not wronging players for that either. I'm not, right? I'm not saying a bunch of players should have stopped playing in NFL. What I'm saying is, why aren't those people on social media calling those guys out as well? That's mm. what I'm saying. So I, I want to be clear here. I'm not talking about the people who are going to watch the games. I'm not talking about the people who are the NFL players who are still playing the game. I'm talking about why aren't we calling them out as well? I don't, I'm not for calling. I don't care about calling anybody out. What I'm saying is you have a problem. We're talking about these crazy social issues. No, we were talking about the backlash. You said yeah. what was the well, backlash. Yeah, well, that's, say, what, yeah, that's the backlash. what we're referring to. But what I'm saying is that, like, okay, there's this crazy backlash. People are upset. Like, what did you want the NFL to do? Like what? What was the like? You're taking all this action. What was the the point of your kneeling? You want if, to know what they wanted to do? They wanted to bring back Cap and pay him like fifty million a year. They wanted to get a bunch of black owners. Hey, you, you take part of the money. They wanted it all. They don't really. The world doesn't work that way. But do you think it, it has to do with them changing the structure of the actual NFL? Because that's not what the protests are about in the first place. They're about social injustice. So I'm saying. If the NFL's because they this is actually not the NFL's problem whatsoever. The NFL employs tons of black people and they support tons of black initiatives. And the NFL said, "Well, this isn't enough because this is happening on our front and we're in trouble." So they went out and they hired a guy that owns a company that they thought could help relate to these people and address these things and, and build these and issues. Still will. Let's let's uh, let's let's not blow this bigger than it is. This is a bunch of news outlets who are trying to make money, so they're creating a story because a bunch of crybabies on Twitter, right, <laughs> and a bunch of losers in their basement are, are, are tweeting. That, that's what this is about. Majority of the people, one, probably don't care. Well, <laughs> right? Now, I'm going to give you guys another thing. I'm going to give you guys Colin Kaepernick's stats in the last year he played in the NFL. In 2016, he started 11 games. In those games, he was one win and 10 losses. His pass completion percentage was 59%, the lowest in the league among starters. At the beginning of the season, he was coming off the bench. He threw 16 touchdowns with four picks, which is actually a pretty decent ratio. But he lost, he didn't complete passes, and he's hurting the bottom line. My point is, he's not a starter at the start of the season. He becomes a starter because of an injury. He's arguably on his way out of the league anyway. Do you think that this elongated his relevance? I don't think it was his intention, if that's what you're asking. I I believe that he he knelt for a reason and he believed in that reason, and I agree with it. Um, do all the people who are naysayers on the in social media know any of that stuff you just said? I highly doubt it. <laughs> But it doesn't it doesn't matter to he them. He was the best player in the world. They, they probably never heard of the man's name before. That's fair. Right? 
That is facts, Casey. That is facts. Now, Jay-Z's angle on the whole thing. Do you think Jay-Z's play is actually to help the situation? Or do you think Jay-Z struck a deal for his company and he's also going to look into doing some things for social issues on the side? Why can't, and I'll let Mark answer quickly, but I just have a quick question. Every other race could do both. Yeah. Why can't we? <laughs> no, why can't he? Sure. All right. But why? The, the question wouldn't have been asked if this was a different, if this was a white person. Oh, no. The white, it wouldn't have been asked. They couldn't have hired a white person. My if, point if is, if it was for an issue for something like that. I'm yeah. saying they wouldn't even ask. Abortion? It. They no. wouldn't even ask, can you be social but still make money? Why is it a choice between one or the other? Well, that's true. But well, first of all, he's already making the money. So there's not if he's I'm just talking about with this particular deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Why is it a choice between one or the other? Why can't we affect change, right? And still make a profit like everybody else does. That's sick. Mark, what do you think? Um It's like I said, I guess prior to us us taping here. Um it's you know, like like Jay Z said it best, is like Kaepernick's done what he's done. We have to in a sense move past that. Like you can continue to kneel, but you know, it's just kneeling. You like if, build like, on it, right? Yeah, like I remember, I remember today had that rule that if you don't wanna stand, stay in the locker room. If now you anything goes on and you know, teams aren't on the field anymore, they'll be like why is anyone here? Because everyone's trying to stand up for it. Anthem's still going to play. The game's still going to start on time. Just that no one's going to be there. Because that's like almost saying now, everyone in the stands should be there. If you bought a ticket, you should be there for when the Anthem plays. Don't walk in when the Anthem's <laughs> playing. Stay outside the stadium and then come in. You're on fire today, man. Fire! <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, I, I get it. It's an Anthem. But regardless of the fact that I'm like, you didn't, you came. Some people don't even show up for the for the anthem. People show up in the first quarter, so it's like, who cares? Let them play. Let the game go on. Because the bottom line, you paid a ticket to see people perform. You say you came to root on your your home team. You came to boo a player. <laughs> bottom line is like, so, Jay Z like move past it. Start doing stuff to kind of, you know, he had to see he was a sacrificial lamb. You remember they paid him. Oh, and that's it. But he was the sacrificial lamb. But he got he got compensated for what he did. Yeah. Now, here's why. Like one question that always like gets me: How did the NFL become the bad guy in this situation? If you work at a place and someone came to your work and protested, and it affected your workplace. Isn't the person that owns that workplace going to ask you not to protest? So the problem was is he was kneeling for a bunch of games and no one cared. Yeah. The problem was was Someone certain aspects of the media decided to make a story out of it and used it as a political weapon. That's actually what happened. Yeah. Right? He was used as a political football, no pun intended, right? To demonize a certain portion of the American electorate. Um, what? When did Colin Kaepernick... When did this all start? 
Trump? It started during the 2016 election. Hmm. Let's not be, that's not a coincidence. He was used as a political tool and it worked really well, right? And that's why the owners, you're asking why no one cares about the kneeling anymore? Because there's no election going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a factor until next okay? year. That's what this was about. This was about demonizing and making a visual of look at what they're doing, right? Vote for the, This is what happens if you vote for them. It worked. It's crazy because the situation had nothing to do with the NFL. But the NFL had to sign Jay-Z on to attempt to fix it. And now it's splashing back in their face. There's is a, it though? Yeah, it's flashing back in their face. No, no, no. But I haven't seen a comment from the NFL or Jay-Z. I don't think they care about the noise. Oh, of course. They're, they're going to do what they agreed to do. Right, which I mean, no one knows what that is, and that's the funniest part about all. You said it at the beginning. Yeah, no one knows what they're going to be doing. Oh, yeah. but just, everyone is mad in the first place. Well, here's the thing: the NFL, everyone, a few people, they did this to address something because you don't need this deal, right? The NFL doesn't have to make yeah. this. Deal. They can find Pippi Longstocking and do the Super Bowl halftime show. No one cares who does it. Everyone has a good time. They struck this deal because there was an issue that needed to be addressed. They address this issue, and it hits more backlash than positive there's a bunch of white guys sitting in the room right now being like well why didn't that work we gave them what they wanted we gave them their euro they gave them jay-z doesn't matter who they give i know at the end of the day it, it didn't matter what they did like you said they've become the villain in the story right and if i was the nfl i would stick to what i'm doing stick to whatever plan jay-z and i came up with and see it through and then we'll see if there if if there's positive change, then we'll see if those same people making YouTube videos talking about how Jay Z's and Uncle Tom and all that. Let's see what they're gonna make a video about the positives that come out of it. Well, my thing is I doubt it. A lot of NFL players are doing positive things to affect change and and they've been doing it without having a big headlines. I'm a big Eagles fan, so Malcolm Jenkins and Eagle Safety, every month he's out doing something. He's in his community, like helping. And I think that's a great thing. If Jay-Z can put himself and his money behind those initiatives, it'll be fantastic. And you make it so it's a business, so it's sustainable. Right? right. Well, that's what they're trying to do. And I think that's that's how the NFL owners think. If that makes sense to you. Of course it is. You know, and, and I think they, they and I'm I'm don't know these guys, so I'm just pulling out a hair in the whim. But for them to go in strike a deal to try to make something happen i think they actually sat in a chair and like hey guys what can we do with this we, we should try something let's try something and they went and they got black people's hero basically jay-z <laughs> i don't know if he's black people's and, hero and but people <laughs> are furious because they didn't get colin kaepernick because if they signed colin kaepernick to this exact same deal it would have been a glorious but why would they have what, what would colin kaepernick oh i I, to I totally understand you but i'm saying if they use that person it would have been great if Jay-Z, or if they signed a Nike deal with Colin Kaepernick to represent blah, 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 glorious. But they didn't because Colin Kaepernick's blackballed. And they paid him out because he sued and they gave him money. So now he's not doing anything with the league ever again, which is fair. I, I just want to finish off on, I, I'm disappointed with... Well, I, have, I have two more points before you finish off. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, you can go first, then I'll make my points. Well, I just want to say I'm disappointed with the response, mm -hmm. especially when we have no idea what the, the planned yeah. actions that are going to be being taken. Yeah. Um, it, it's so... 
pathetic. Oh, and yeah. to me, it's all about grandstanding for these people on social media. Yep. And this is why I continue to hate the social media platform. Um, my last point about Colin Kaepernick, because what I, I actually, I feel like Colin Kaepernick has taken advantage of the situation that was presented to him. Okay. So Colin Kaepernick had a chance to go and play in Denver. Uh, he would have to take a pay cut from $12 million to $7 million, refused to take the pay cut to play. Mind you, he's the guy that went 1-10 in 10 and 59% of his passes, which was a league low at the time. So he's not a good quarterback. He was offered a chance to play, didn't play there. Went to Seattle. Seattle didn't take him, but that was talent-related. They said, we don't. he's good enough to be a starter maybe somewhere, but we don't need a starter. We don't need Colin Kaepernick. You're not going to pay him that extra money. AF, the football league, that folded, obviously, like, I don't know, halfway through their season. Called Colin Kaepernick to come play so he wouldn't play in football. And he could have knelt and did whatever he wanted. He told them he wanted $20 million to play for them. It's a startup league out of nowhere. He refused to go and play there. He also had conversations with other teams. I think he talked Seattle again. But he would not say or confirm that he would not kneel during the national anthem. And so they didn't sign him. So it wasn't like he was black with where no one wanted to sign him. It was the problem was that he wanted to continue to do what he was doing. And he sacrificed money in that respect. So for him to come back later and be like, I'm still without a job. Well, well no, you talk yourself out of multiple jobs. You you refuse to play or you thought you're worth more than you're worth because last time you played, you weren't worth 10 million, 12 million, 20 million, you know, um, these, these massive numbers that you're asking for. So I'm on a fence where I don't obviously know what the truth is, but I know both sides in this situation aren't really clean, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I do believe what does the AFL is called, right? AAF. Oh, it's just called AF? AAF. Uh, okay, whatever. It, Vince McMahon's league, anymore. right? No, no, no. This is the XFL. That's coming up. Oh, okay. You don't want to hear the team name for that league. So anyway, whatever this league was, cool, I, I, I do understand why he'd want to get paid more for that because he would be the draw. Right? So that goes back to the... I, I understand it because he's looking at more as a... Do you think they had $20 million? I'm not saying you did. I'm not saying they did. I'm not saying he should have been paid that. What I'm saying is he his line of thinking was, okay, well, if you're expected to make this much money, people are going to watch just because I'm playing, so I deserve a chunk of that money. That was his argument there. That was his belief. As for did he believe he was worth more than he actually was? I'm sure most players in most sports believe that. Most <laughs> right? So, most. I mean, I don't think that's uh, odd. I'm... What I'm saying is that for him to say that no one will hire me, it's not no one will hire you. You were refusing oh, he, work. He, he, You're he did what he was down. supposed to do. Right. 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 Mark, what do you have to add? Um, I think it's pretty much been covered. Like You can't do much more than what it is now, man. Like He said, you, like you said, he, he was given opportunities to kind of, I guess, rekindle a career and at least go out a little more gracefully to have your career cut short. But, and then, you know, he could have went overseas and, but he, what he's going to say is like, well, because there's no real competition. It's like, at some point, you don't care. Like, at some point, you can't care about the competition. You just want to play. Like, yep. look at the big three. Like, it's not, the, it's, not, it's, not it's not elite, but these guys just don't want to hoop. First of all, Big Three is elite. 
the guys at that age are out there balling. They got a four-point line out there. That is the most elite three-on-three three you're ever going to get. When you have to make a four-point line, that's where you hurt. No, that's elite. <laughs> thing is, that's elite thing, old man ball. But the thing is that you just want to hoop. Like, at some point, you just want to yeah, hoop. Yeah, you, you still want, ball. like... They don't need the money. All no, those guys no, are NBA no. players. The skill level is still good. Yep. Like, because all those guys are playing are pretty skilled at their age and at their abilities, so they're hooping. They don't care. Some people feel they're too good. They're like, yeah, I'm only my my mid thirties, but I'm still I'm still better than half these guys. I don't want to play here. If you want to play ball, play ball. Doesn't make a difference where you are. Be grateful for it because it's like now you you either end up being like a mellow and just. Going to oh, runs all the time, man. Because you don't want to play. Like, why'd you have to do that? Again? Yo, he's not. Look, man's not. Man's Are you going to very mellow again. I'm very mellow. I'm going to play it. <laughs> Just so you keep talking. I will. I will dig him up, bury him, and <laughs> <laughs> dig him up again. <laughs> dig him up again. Like, like the man played. He tried, but his pride killed him, man. Like, and the thing is, like, he admitted it too. And then pride will kill a lot of these guys, like regardless of like, and that's and it, in a slight sense, it's it's Kaepernick's pride. He's like, I stood for something, and now it's like, you're too good to, you you're too good to kind of just go back to the sport. It's like people aren't gonna forget you, but yeah, it's honestly, like, I think he he could make more money off the field. He did make more money off the field. I yeah, think that's why he didn't play. I think his career is. But that's it. Younger. He could he could just he could be a coach. He could be doing whatever and. Still make money and no, still get impact. Be, listen, the owners don't want that guy in the league. Don't don't get that twisted. It's, if you sat down, you asked thirty of them, twenty nine and a half, and be like, "I'm not touching that guy." He's a lightning rod, right? You don't want that. And here's here's like, and that's where I always get back. It's like the owners own the teams. Like these guys are a collective of people, and they have a ton of money, and they invest a lot of money in the game, and they don't even need the money from the game. So if you hurt their bottom line, if you hurt their money-making machine they have a choice and an option to exclude you because they own it you can say whatever you want you're good enough and you're a nice guy whatever but ownership is ownership like i own this house if i was like i don't want the lights anymore i stopped paying the bill they cut it off Mm -hmm. you know i make a choice so these owners sat down in a room or on a on a phone and said hey this doesn't need any stuff man like cap's gotta go Oh yeah, no, I get that. And like, like looking at owners, like I understand like players and owners. It's like you own the team, great. Speak your mind, but don't clip, don't don't clip a man's wings. Like, right? You know, That's like let him do what he has to do as long as it's respectful. You know? Oh, like, well, they did him dirty, right? They? But um, well, they, they, did. they did him dirty. Well, no, but no. you you are absolutely right in that as an owner of a team. Right, it's not like he was protesting outside when he wasn't working, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Right, so I, I I understand your argument. I agree to it to a point, but for him to be blackballed from the NFL, they did him dirty that way. Right? Well, because they paid him, we can officially say he was blackballed. Yeah, because they but, were like, sorry, man. We- but at the same same token, right? Like you said, he was offered all these contracts and opportunities. It may not be for the money he wanted, but he was offered this stuff. Do most people know that? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's written. I read it. But do most people know it? No, most people don't. Because the media, because the media won't we, project We it. live in a society where facts don't mean nothing. Yep. Right? And people just want to be angry. And they want to show that they're angry. 
and they want to show their righteousness and that's what this that's what this is really about people want to kneel but they don't want to actually make change Kaepernick knelt and you know what he, I think he did influence change so oh, he, I'm not going to say all people but these these losers on Instagram and Twitter that's exactly who you just described listen, Colin Kaepernick knelt and it cost him millions of dollars what yeah. he did was admirable yeah the people behind him not so much. And I don't know them all, so I can't say all the people that whatever. But Colin Kaepernick knelt and it cost him and he accepted it. Right? And he complains, so everyone's gonna complain. Yeah. The people right now that are calling people sellouts and saying what like what do you want actually? They don't I care. Don't it's not about that. It's about them. Yeah. It's about themselves and saying, Look at me, look at me, look at me. That's fair. All Damn, right. social media. Okay, what's the next topic? No, I think oh, you know what? I was gonna say let's get out of here, but I gotta do it, man. Boogie Cousins tore his ACL and he's he's out for the whole year and the Lakers need a new center. And here's why. Anthony Davis doesn't like playing center. He refuses for the one of them. Seven foot tall, best center in the league, doesn't want to play center. So they're working out Dwight Howard, Joakim Noah, and Maurice Spates. You have three options. Who are you putting on the Los Angeles Lakers to win a championship? Mark. Carmelo Anthony. You know, just, <laughs> Hold on. If, are we just going to bury him again? Or is that what this is? Even though I just buried him, buried him I'll dig him up again. But no, it's, you can pick anyone, essentially. But the thing is, like I said, Anthony Davis is a 7 footer, but his skill set, you don't need him in the block. You, need, you want the floor stretched a bit more. You have JaVale. You just need another decent center. I'd go back and get Dwight because Dwight, out of the potential guy that they're looking at, granting if he's healthy, can with that with that kind of with that kind of team can easily give you a good twelve and ten no problem. And that's all you want from him at, at his age and his skill set that hasn't changed much at all. Mm-hmm. It's like all I want is twelve and ten from you because Anthony's gonna do the rest. LeBron's gonna chip in what he has to do. Danny Green's gonna have to do. Javale McGee will put in. Six points and like eight rebounds. That's all I want from you guys. What if what if Dwight though is a locker room problem? He's not. Not he, Guy has been on a different team every, every year. year for the past I don't even know how many since he left Orlando. You gotta learn now. He left Orlando, he's been on a different team every, every year. year. I think that's but, been like six years. He, yeah. but, things, but but that's he but that's the one thing is you, and like you just said, if you look at the face value of it, go back and look at all those teams and look at the players that are around him. He had issues in Washington. Who do you have around him? Beal, John Wall. Are you who, blaming Beal and John Wall for... No, but you know, what I'm saying is that it's from when the moment him, when he left Orlando, all he had was Jameer Nelson, a couple other guys. No one, no one like... Took, no, took those guys to the finals. <laughs> but, but the thing is that he was the main, the main person. Yeah. There wasn't much else. When he was in the Lakers, he had to deal with Kobe and Steve but Nash. Like you he had other strong wouldn't characters. Wouldn't you say he's... Wouldn't that make him the common denominator? Like, you're telling me he's been to six different teams and he couldn't get along with six different sets of players? Like, I'm sorry, that's on him. What was the problem in Atlanta the or Charlotte? <laughs> here's, here's my take. And this is... You get Dwight Howard and it doesn't work out. 
Do you think Mo Spades isn't still available? When was the last time Mo Spades played? I know. He's been playing overseas in China. They're working out three of those guys. The only guy that's actually an NBA caliber player still is Dwight Howard. Joakim Nolan, Defensive Player of the Year in the Stone Age. What's that guy going to come <laughs> and he do was, now? He, came, he, made it, he, he, he worked hard enough to make it back in the league. Yeah, he balled. You think he's going to play on a good team? Need that guy, He's on Memphis. but like Mark said, like you're only asking him to pay 15 minutes a night, yeah. But yeah, if Dwight well, Howard's 15 minutes a night, it's a double dump. But I think, yeah, and that's the thing is like out of all those guys, Dwight Howard, if healthy, is gives you the best, gives you the best benefit until he starts crying because LeBron's too hard on him. But, right? that, but like, that, he's playing for nothing. He, but he yeah, there's no heart in him anymore. But the thing is, look, guy, he's been doing playing for nothing for years, and he's still playing. Yeah, yeah, but look, <laughs> look, the thing is, look at look at most speeds. Most speeds. I would I would take both. The last time, the last time, the last time I seen most speeds, <laughs> the last time I seen him, he was on Golden State, and he wouldn't do much. Yep. The man plays like like Pat Patterson. Yep. Ain't got no, ain't got no hop. No lift. Can can hit a three here and there. But he's gonna play his role. Jared Dwight, Dudley plays his role. Dwight Howard has never learned how to play his on. role. He's got to know how to play his role on this team. God, if he hasn't learned yet, I don't care what his I'll interview take, said. I would, I would, <laughs> what he I, said in his interview, I don't care. I would take the dark horse. I'd pick Gortat. Wow. He's not even. He's on a team already somewhere. He can't come. But now, yeah, most bases in China for crying out loud. Yeah, but he, he'll come though. Okay, so at least with Joakim Noah, you're going to get a guy that can play elite defense. I, I pay Joakim. He knows his and role. And they're all, they're all old time. But at least... And LeBron... And Anthony Davis are going to need a guy that's going to defend and play their role. Dwight that's Howard. so key. But Dwight Howard's going to rebound and dunk the ball. You think so? But he's never been able to do it. He's never been able to play his role. No, he's always been twelve and ten or seven, fourteen. And I'm 10 not saying he can't 12. score his points. What yeah. I'm saying is he's never been able to. You think he's going to think he's a man on the team? Dude, you don't get you don't not get along with so many teams. And there it's isn't something you. wrong with you. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> you create a snowball effect. I'm, okay. You always, so everyone, everyone creates a snowball is effect. Is your actual vote most Spates? Or are you going Dwight Howard? I know Casey went most Spates. I would go I would go Dwight just for if you could settle him down. He's a, he's, he has a better upside than, than all those guys. Uh, agreed. He's the best player out of the three. But, but I'm fit. looking at the other, the fit exactly. So you're going most Spates. I'd probably go joking. Yeah, okay. I think I, yeah. I and I think the Lakers are gonna go because um Dwight Howard is on Memphis already. He's already on a team. Yeah, I never understood that. He signed with Memphis, so yeah, would so that be talk, a trade? Yeah, I don't they're gonna figure something out, but I'm like, and what they're are gonna you pick it, and they're gonna there? dig up Carmel Anthony. Oh my lord. So and okay. And this is the last we're gonna talk about Carmel Anthony. We're gonna go into a new season fresh and Mel's gonna stay buried. But unless unless not, he does another interview. For uh, yeah. Carmelo Anthony to go on the Stephen A. Smith show and pour his heart out as to why it didn't work with three separate teams. And then he goes home. Three? Well, he, he talked about the New York situation. Then he talked about the OKC situation. Yeah, okay. They went to Houston. And he said the OK situation was fine. He didn't understand why they wanted him to opt out of his deal. Because that only went sour because he opted in for his last year. Which I'm doing. Who's not opting in for $25 million? Now... He goes from that, then he's making videos working out with LeBron and Chris Paul. My thing is, the Lakers have this roster spot, okay? LeBron and Melo are working out together all the time. Do you think Melo feels some kind of way that LeBron hasn't asked him to come to the Lakers? No. Like, what? What, what, I mean, no. If you saw, saw, sorry, Casey, if you saw uh, 
ex-NBA player Royce White talk about it after like one of the big three games. We're like, how how the how the hell does Jared Dudley have a spot? I know that's what they were saying in the NBA, and Carmelo doesn't. And he's like, and he kind of he kind of shifted it to and put a spotlight on LeBron. He's like, you're you know you're a banana boat, yeah, uh, uh, partner out there. You're working out with him, and he can't get you on the team. He's like, he's like he's uh, Royce White essentially saying that Carmelo Anthony is blackball from the league. But I remember from like from him leaving. Denver, they were like, he's just a cancerous kind of player. Like, he's just not... He, no one wants him, like Mark said. LeBron James is the one his Got friend. Chris Paul was on that banana bowl, too. He kicked his ass off the team. That's worse than LeBron not taking him. Chris Paul said, yeah, yeah, come, come on. We're going to do things good. 12 games later. Yeah, shit. You, you got to go, dog. Yeah, right? Like, I mean... It's crazy. I'm blown away. Uh, Mark's probably right. There, there's probably stuff we don't know about. Yeah, probably. Right? And, but the GMs obviously do. And they're, LeBron, I'm sure, has said, yo, let's get mellow. And GMs are like, no. No, there's no... If LeBron says, let's get anybody, there's no not, GM not, that's saying Not that. anymore. LeBron signed a multi-year contract. Oh, he's done. He now. doesn't hold the Lakers by the balls anymore. Not the way, like the, not the way he did it in Cleveland. Yeah, I, I thought Rob right? Lakers is still not saying no to LeBron. I don't know. I just feel like LeBron he's... James told him to sign me tomorrow. I'd be in Los Angeles. Melo <laughs> has fallen from grace. He hasn't. Well, we have buried him twice already on the show. And he's he, he might be he, there might be a resurgence because he remember he's he has been working out with some I Brooklyn know, Nets it'd be players. Funny if he comes if he makes the league. Uh, the I, I hope he does though. Like I've never been the huge biggest Carmelo Anthony fan after he left Denver, but um, I, I think that he is too good of a player to not be in the league. Here's what I think. I mean, when you compare him to other Jared Dudley, look at the, the rest of his draft class. They're out of the league. They're crazy. LeBron no, James. They, they were LeBron tired. James is the last guy left. They retired. I know, but they're they're not playing because they can't play anymore. No, 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 no. But I mean, Dwayne Wade retired. Yeah, his knees are shot. Yeah, Chris Bosh has a blood clot. He was told he can't play or he can well, die. Well, I mean, even the rest of the draft class, though, the guys aren't elite. It, oh, we're it, talking about the superstars in the league. Yeah, or superstars but I mean, it's draft. been 17 years. Like these guys, they they don't play anymore. I, I get it, but Mark's right. Carmelo Anthony is still better than a big bun, a large group of players mm-hmm. in the NBA. Better in what way? Shooting the basketball. Oh yes. Doesn't shoot the three that well. Okay, he doesn't defend. I know he doesn't do doesn't anything defend, else other than score. Doesn't rebound. Uh, He's, there's no value really. And most Spates does. <laughs> hey, most Spates Jared make it Dudley. Jared Dudley can knock down Jared threes. D- Jared Dudley's trying to get in the face of Ben Simmons. And he's a LeBron James super fan. The man looks like so Elmer Fudd with a headband on. <laughs> All right. We're going to get out of here. This was fun. It was. I enjoyed this talking about stuff I don't know much about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, season three is starting very soon. Yeah, when are we getting that going? Because I feel like Nash hasn't been here in a minute. Uh, I think Nash is back next week, and I think we're, we're launching next week. I got a new theme. Are we all here? Or is it something going on? I know sometimes we do. I would like do. to have you all here. Are you guys going to come back? Do we have, a, uh, do we have enough? No, to summer's do? over. It's time to go back to work. Is our setup? Do we have a, do, do we have a setup for all of us? Because we haven't done all four of us before. Yeah, we have a setup for all of us. Don't worry. I, we got that. I feel exiled sometimes because it's like... You three guys and oh this. I'm never here so what are you talking about I've done just as many shows as you have no but I've never done it with all four of you guys like all four of us in the same room oh, I feel really? like, like two shows ago was all four of us but no I, way yeah I think so I anyway, think I'm a pretty good recurring guest you are a pretty good recurring You're, you've been you've been turning up attendance very well yeah well, hey, we didn't talk about movies today that's no, surprising but that's next week when Nash is back that's what he talks about yeah 
You right. bring up a bunch of movies you never heard of. Uh, yeah. Make himself look smart. Yep. Sounds like, smart. Not really smart if you if you only know about them. You've got to be smart. You gotta bring Shout out to Nash watching every movie in the top 100 <laughs> items. <laughs> <laughs>